0: Welcome back in, Brady Farkas show right here on this Monday on WDEV, AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. I want to deviate from the Patriots' big win over the Jets yesterday to a little local sports talk. We've talked about UVM men's basketball already. Now we're going to get into UVM women's hockey where the Catamounts are rolling into a little mini holiday break here. Cats 10-5-1 overall, 8-3-1 inside Hockey East play. Coming off a sweep of Merrimack, they're ranked in the top 15 right now nationally, and joining us now is the architect of it all, the head coach Jim Plumer. Jim, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, Brady. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, I appreciate but, you.
1: But since we're talking about the, I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump the gun here. Okay. Since we're talking about UVM here, uh, we have to give big shout out to our men's soccer team for for big win in Dallas last night, and uh, really excited to see them play in the Sweet 16 at home.
0: On Saturday. You know, that's crazy. They were down two nothing. They scored three goals in the final 25 minutes to, to win that game yesterday against SMU. And as the coach of a team and a sport where scoring can be really hard to come by three goals in that amount of time, that's like, I mean, that's like an all out onslaught.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, soccer. Boy, I, I think I would have less hair if it's possible if I was a soccer <laughs> coach just because, uh, and I've seen this with our team before, last year in the NCAA tournament, this year in their, in their playoff loss against Albany. I mean, they dominate, but soccer is one of those sports, I think it's even harder to score than hockey. So, uh, you know, give them major props. I didn't. I didn't stay up to watch the whole thing, but I was watching the first half, and they were the better team. But they were down one nothing. The last I saw, and it was two nothing when I went to bed, and was real happy to see the score. So, uh, um, you know, credit to Rob Dow and and, uh, and what he's done with
0: this program. That's going to be Saturday night at Virtue Field against UCLA, making a lengthy trip east. So, uh, Jim, hey, you know, for years, you and I would talk about this time, and we would be promoting your holiday tournament, the Windjammer Classic, which you hosted for years. Uh, it's been a couple of years since then. What are we bringing it back? I need my holiday hockey fix. I don't like this whole you guys being on a break for a <laughs> day thing.
1: Yeah. Um, I got to say, this is probably the first time except for the COVID year, the first, I can't even remember the last time I had Thanksgiving weekend off. Um, my family used to, um, we used to do it on Wednesdays. Um, I would go down and see my parents for a quick one day trip. Um, so first, first time I'm going to actually have Thanksgiving weekend off completely. Um, it was, it was a, uh, it went by the wayside due to the pandemic and then it was hard last year with there was uncertainty in scheduling, even, you know, we we going to do these things years ahead. So, um, so right now it's on the shelf. I'm, I'm not sure. It's not going to be back next year. And I think we'll, we'll, we'll assess the situation after that, but, um, yeah, it was fun. and And it was unique at the time because there weren't a lot of tournaments and we were bringing in one team from each league to have kind of a real, Opportunity to play for a championship. Um, there have been a few other tournaments that have popped up around the around the country now. So I'm not sure we'd have have the market cornered the way we did, but um, but we'll see. We've we've got some great hockey going on uh, at Gutterson these days. Although we have probably got one more home game before before Christmas, but um, you know I hope that maybe we can uh, get get some attention here and get some people out to to the guts when we when we get back after New Year's.
0: Well, what is the holiday week like for you, your team, your staff? Do players get to go home, which maybe they wouldn't have in the past, or there are there going to be a lot of them staying here? Are you guys practicing a bunch? Are you recruiting, scouting future opponents that might be playing? What exactly does the next week look like before you guys take the ice again uh, on the 29th, or on uh, what of, next Tuesday?
1: Right, some of the above. Uh, we gave them the whole week off. Originally, when the schedule came out, we were going to be playing Dartmouth on Tuesday night, tomorrow night. Um, and then in early September, they realized uh, they made a mistake and it was their exam period. Um, and so we had to move the game to next Tuesday, week from tomorrow. And um, we decided to give the kids the whole, the whole week off, honestly. We're bringing them back to start practicing again on, on Saturday since we're playing on Tuesday. Um, but we had, we had this really weird situation last weekend when we played this past weekend, we played Thursday, Friday. So they're off basically from, from this past Saturday to we resume practice on this Saturday. Um, most of, uh, most of the people are leaving campus for some or all of it. Uh, we, I know Lily Humphrey was traveling back to California Um, we do have some people with local connections, Evelyn Blaise savoy who's from San Jose, has grandparents in Quebec, and she's bringing a couple of players up there. So most of our kids have somewhere to go. Um, and it's nice for them to get a break. We have played every single weekend last year. We had already had two weekends off. So it's kind of nice to have this little break because we got a, we got a really big, uh, two weekends or five games coming up because after we play Dartmouth, we go to Northeastern and and that's going to be first place against second place. Um, And and so we're obviously going to be really looking forward to that. So it's nice to have a little mental and physical break right now.
0: Your team, 10-5-1 overall, 8-3-1 and one inside Hockey East play. And last year was a banner year for the program going deep into the Hockey East playoffs and being nationally ranked for the first time, I believe. And you're nationally ranked again this yeah. year. Tell us a little bit about this year's team. For people who are new to the party this year, we know Jesse McPherson, we know Teresa Schaffsall. Kind of what else is on this team? Spotlight some of your other players.
1: Well, you know, we're we're, we're a veteran team. Six of uh, Six of our players are in their fifth year. They're they're players that have been here that are, took advantage of this extra year of eligibility that we have uh, due to the COVID year. Um, and probably one of the most noteworthy uh, players that really, you know, I think has gotten a lot of attention but hadn't had a, what we call a normal season is N- Natalie Malinkova, who's yeah. leading our team scoring right now, who is was on the first line of the Czech national team and just won played in the Olympics last year and and just won a, a bronze medal at the world championships in August. Uh, but, but her freshman year, she only played 11 games due to the COVID shortened season. And last year she was here and gone and they, they played in the Olympic qualifiers and they had, and then, and then gone for the Olympics and only played in 21 of our, our 36 games that we played last year. So for her to have a normal season, um, I think it's, it's been a real treat. Um, and, and again, I, I've said this before about, about coming out to gutterson, but, um, Teresa and, and Nat are playing together with Karin McCool on a, a line It's just fantastic. And, and these are generational talents. Um, I mean, Amanda Pelkey was just here to see a game last weekend and, um, got to meet Teresa and Natalie for the first time. It was, it was really cool. But, um, yeah we're we're playing some really good hockey we've got a veteran team we've got a couple of freshmen that are making impacts right away lara beecher has has 10 points already krista parkinen who's on the, on the Finnish national team um is, is playing a huge role with special teams and and lots of minutes on d so we're deep on d we play fast i think we play uh, an exciting style and and um you know it's proven to be effective we're still we're still learning how to close out some games but this weekend was a big step forward for us
0: you know i have to imagine when you took over the reins of the program this is what you envisioned talk about the, the the ride to get there the journey
1: um well you're you're exactly right but it took a lot longer than than i thought it would um and and Boy, I, I know. I know we probably only have a few minutes, so I won't give you the long version. But um, really, it, it took me three to four years to sort of figure out where our recruiting niche was, um, and, and and there were some mistakes made certainly on my part earlier on in my career, and and it was really in, in like twenty sixteen where we changed our recruiting philosophy significantly, and we started to get more active in Quebec and Europe and, and we're looking for different kinds of players that, that uh, brought different things to the table and sort of realized we weren't getting all, you know, getting in the mix with the really blue chip North American players. And and we built this program with kids that really had a growth mindset, had great character Um, and obviously good players. You you don't, you don't get to, to to be in the top echelon of this league without, without good players. And so having people like Teresa Schopstall and Natalie come here and, Jesse McPherson, who was on a Canadian U18 team, where we don't typically get a lot of kids off the U.S. or Canadian under-18 national teams. So um, I think we've we've really focused on player development, on character. Our players get better, um, you know. So last year, having our first two ever All-Americans, all um, having Teresa, who was who was Hockey's Player of the Year, and now continuing to get good players who are bought into what we're doing here and the style of play. I think a lot of people that watch us play can can really see how much fun our kids have playing together and the way we play. And that brings me a lot of satisfaction. And, and yeah, so there, there were some dark years there. I'm, I'm not going to lie, but um, the, what, what's been going on for really started in the COVID year, but but last year and, and, and this year uh, we're, we're playing some great hockey and the kids are really enjoying it. And, and and the staff is, and, and it feels like we're all, all on the same page.
0: I'll get you out of here on this. And, and I don't claim to be at the, uh, the, the forefront of women's college hockey recruiting databases or anything, but I did see last week was national signing day. And you put out on social media, all your your incoming recruits or, or people you have locked up and there are a couple of local players there, which I thought was pretty cool. I know one girl from St. Albans, one from central Vermont, I think uh, pretty cool for you to be tapping into the local town as well in the coming years.
1: Yeah, that's something that I really wanted to do when I first got here. It's funny you bring that, bring that particular thing up after having just asked me the previous question. <laughs> um, it's been a struggle to get the, the top Vermont players to, to want to stay in Vermont for a variety of reasons. And, and obviously some of them want a different life experience and stuff like that. And maybe we didn't have the highest profile program then. Um, but we do have an inordinate amount of good players that come from Vermont for a small state. There's, there's a girl who's going to Wisconsin that's that, committed there when she was in eighth grade that's from from the Montpelier area so I'm really excited that we can have more of a Vermont flavor here too because I, I really want us I, I really want us to be Vermont's team I want our communities to to support us I want young girls in Vermont to be able to see what they can aspire to and be proud of our program and uh, we have one right now Bella Parento from Montpelier and next year we'll have three and and hopefully you know we're, we're definitely going to be continuing to um, talk to kids over the the next few years there's some really good players coming up that are young. So um, I hope we can continue that trend.
0: Jim Plumer, UVM Women's Hockey Coach, Catamount's right now rolling into the holiday break. First time Jim Plumer's had uh, the holiday off here for a couple of years, so as much as I'm going to miss hockey at the gut in the Windjammer Classic, you know, again this year, happy that you get a chance to recharge the batteries. His team ranked in the top 15 nationally, 8-3-1 inside Hockey East play. They're back at it again on the 29th. Uh, that is next Tuesday, taking on Dartmouth. That game is going to be at home at the gut at 7. Coach Plumer, congratulations on all the first semester success look forward to talking to you again here soon and have a great holiday
1: thanks brady you have a great holiday as well